I, I've been called a stupid fruitcake with a bow and arrow before, so I could say this about the ho-ho. Hey, roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my thrifting audio diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all-around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. My mission is to do all of this while spending the least amount of money. Each week, I invite friends out thrifting with me. We gather a haul, then drag it back to the studio to tell you what we found. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Exciting edition of Thrifty Podcast. www.w's in the comments. It's time that you go back to your shed, grab your favorite axe, bring that back into your haunted mansion, and start whacking away at the coffin that you've spent all October in sleeping because you're going to need the wood for firewood. It's getting cold. Get those cobwebs out of your eyes. It's part of Straight Shooting November. Very excited for this episode. A lot of unique pieces at a part of our thrift hall. I'm going to be tasered on the show. And most importantly, a first-time guest to the show, Layla Fouth is here. Thank you for joining us, Layla. Thanks for having me on. This is actually really exciting. I'm excited to have you because it's just been Josh and I broing it up. Punt him to the curb for one week, but I, of course I love him. But well, of course. you got to love that mullet he wore on Halloween, too. Oh, yeah, you were here for the Halloween party. I was. First Halloween party that I've ever, believe it or not, threw. Ooh. I've never thrown a Halloween party before, so I hope it it was a, was it a banger? Like, say one is not, say zero's not banger, ten is banger. Layla, what was the party? I'd give it a solid seven. Seven banger? Okay, I'll take it. No, I, I wanted a seven and a half, but like, I'll take seven. And our history is actually interesting between Layla and I. Our history is we actually, well, I worked in the building that you went to school in. Yep. And we would see each other quite often, <laughs> but never interact whatsoever. Be- oh, man. Because I was just there for work and you were there for school. And let's be honest, I was pretty much high AF all the time because oh, yeah. I had to work there. We knew. We knew you were high. Everyone knew? Pretty didn't know much. my name, but you knew I was high. Didn't know your name. Didn't know what you, um, what your pronouns were or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we knew, oh, he's got to be either gay and high or both. Hell yeah. <laughs> gay and high. 2018. <laughs> I did it. We got something, right? Actually, the reason why it's a big episode, because there's a piece on the show that I'm actually going to start out with. That's one of the most expensive pieces that I've had on the show before. So I'm happy you're with us, Layla. It's that expensive? It's that expensive. It's that, and you probably know what I'm talking about. Yep. The first item in our thrift haul this evening is a plush 24-inch Jim Kelly, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills uh, person here. And he's squishy. He's like a pillow. And as Layla said, the only thing that really pops out is his nose. It's kind of disturbing, but at the same time, it's like all the attention to detail you could have picked. You picked the nose. Red, white, and blue. So the colors of our God and our country. Thank oh God. God. Our God and our country. <laughs> but Jim Kelly, this is a, he played for the Buffalo Bills. And some cool Jim, Fe- Jim Kelly facts is that he was born in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. So he's a Pittsburgh boy. Um, he actually went to college in Miami, so that was a little bit different. Okay. He originally was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Right. He played there his entire career, and he he was picked first round, 14th picked overall. Ooh. But then he went to some shitty arena football league, played there for a bit, and then when that shut itself down, that's when he went to the Bills. 
Now, this particular plush doll of him, I found it at the Goodwill outlet, and it was face down. So it was like how you find a body in a river. Can we just take a second to appreciate the seam on the back and how the letters are spaced away from each other, like the K-E and the double L's and the Y? Yeah, and then the one and the two farther apart as well. And this might not look like something. In fact, uh, when the Goodwill outlet bins are often wheeled out, that's when the best stuff is taken, like right away. Oh, yeah. This was discarded and nobody picked it up. Well, you look at it and you don't think that's going to be hella expensive. You look at this and think a dog's going to chew on this. Yes. And um, later on in the canon of the NFL franchise, they've had in like the even nowadays, they have something. And I had no idea because I had to do some research, but they have actually modern day ones of these and they're called NFL studs. Oh, no. And they just look like hunks, but like square-headed hunks oh no this one has a little bit more personality the only jim kelly doll on ebay.com the website this doll right here that i have is on there for one thousand dollars no it's not sold no so nobody bought it for a grand but the only information that i could find about this jim kelly plush that's about 24 inches is it goes for a grand on eBay. I paid oh a buck for it. Oh my god. It's the size of a two-year-old. Yeah, a very like hefty, cool two-year-old, yeah. I'd say. But some more Jim Kelly facts for you. Around the horn, um, he was actually in four consecutive Super Bowls. Four Ooh. in a row. Um, he won zero Super Bowls. I'm not surprised. So he went to the big one. He went to the big bash at the end of the year. Threw some footballs and lost in all four. Well, I mean, he's top-heavy with that nose. He's got to be top-heavy with the nose. Um, His passion, actually, it's not football. It's turkey hunting. Oh. He likes to shoot birds. Well, he can smell them a mile away. Yeah, that was a problem. That was something that... um, I can't stop making nose puns. I'm sorry. No, that's that's really good because he actually was known for that. He was known for his nose? He would sniff out the defense, as they said. He was the top sniffer of defenses all around the NFL. But couldn't win a fucking Super Bowl. No. He's pro-Trump. Duh. Duh, though. Duh. He's NFL. Duh. A white guy in the NFL. But his his classic uh, classic Jim Kelly is he would barf before every game. Oh. That was his thing. Oh. He would either, like, need to puke, force himself to puke, or just, like, puke through his helmet as he would leave the tunnel. Oh. Not a puke fan? No. Not a puke fan. No. That's just... You Oof. will pick up roadkill, but... Puke is where you're out. I like to know where my co-hosts are with things because Josh, I freak out every fucking week. Oh, he's got the weakest stomach of anybody I know. Josh? Yeah. Puke, no good for both of you. No. I got it. Perfect. I mean, like, I'm perfectly fine with my brother's chopped off fingertip in my mom's fridge. But your brother chopped off his finger and put it in your fridge? Well, no. There's a story with this. Tell the whole story from stem to stern. <laughs> okay. I was in middle school. This was like seventh or eighth grade. I don't know the year because I'm not doing the math. I'm 22. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Day before Christmas break, we're, we just came back from a nice little field trip. I go pick up my pants that we made in home ec, getting my pants, getting my grade. Teacher's like, oh, your brother cut his finger off. Whoa. Like, sh- like shop class? Yeah. Okay. She was just like, you probably cut his finger off. I start crying because I'm like, oh my God, it's the whole finger. I, I'm holding my pajama older, pants. Older or younger? I'm the youngest of six. Oh, you have six, uh, five older brothers and sisters? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So this is an older brother. Yeah. And okay. I, have a, I have a scar from when I was born too, but we'll get, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to hear about the scar too, definitely. But get into the brother finger so first. So I'm holding my pajama pants, which are covered in owls, and I walk back into the cafeteria. I'm crying. Everyone's like, Layla, what's wrong now? My brother cut his finger off. It's like, what? Like, yeah. Little do I know. It's just the very tip of his Still, finger. Still, sometimes that's most important. especially it is. Especially if you want to like. He got a sliver of bone too, so legally he amputated it. Legally. So how'd he do it? Saw based? It was like table saw. He was pushing the wood and, and he it pushed went, his f- like the tip of his finger and went near and like flew behind him and someone found it as he's like <laughs> Birdhouse? Yes, actually. Really? No wait. Gumball machine. Gumball machine. How do yes. you make a gumball machine out of wood? It's like to- it's like the toothpicks 
slit things you see where you turn the handle and it's like it comes uh... down. So someone found it and he has to sit in the office for like an hour waiting for our brother Chris and their friend Josh because Josh needed to find a belt because he thought, oh, Chris just wants to hang out. Not yeah. that my brother's bleeding out in our school's office. Mm-hmm. So you, he took that finger home, put it in the fridge. Did he get it put back on? No, they couldn't put it back on. Damn. So that just healed up all weird. Well, he had to get surgery to repair his nail bed. Ugh, does it look like a small potato now? It's gross looking. Yeah, because I know people who get their fingertips cut off, like it heals, it scabs over. It's gross. So he probably has no, like, I mean, it's pretty clear. I mean, he has can, no fingerprint. He can feel things, but it's just like sometimes it hurts. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, it does hurt when you feel things sometimes. But, you know, sometimes that's healthy. That's yep. what my therapist says anyway. We call them good old nine fingers. Nine fingers? It's like nine fingers of Papa Loogie. Okay, so your uh, your other siblings, do they have all their fingers? Well, Alex is missing, he's the one of the two oldest, they're twins, mm-hmm. missing the tip of his middle finger, I believe, on his left hand because it got shut in a car door. Ooh, so at least there's some, like, relatability between siblings with the no fingertips. We're so all accident Representation prone. matters, you know. Yeah. So that that's pretty cool. Everybody got hurt doing something stupid. But the finger the finger cutting off is fine, but the puking, a NFL quarterback keep puking, not really your your vibe. I just can't do puke. Fair enough. I I puke when I hear myself puke, and then I make myself puke even more, and it's just how do you mess. ever stop puking? You just it just comes to a point where you just can't puke There's nothing anymore, left. and it's like, yep, this is my life. We've been there. Pain. Yes, as a, as a community, throw those W's up. We've been there. Food poisoning. <laughs> So it, Jim Kelly's daughter, he has a 19-year-old daughter, and she wrote a, a book called Kelly Tough, and he says it's a must-read. A must-read. So I'm going to try to see if I could find like a cheap edition of Kelly Tough to read Jim Kelly's daughter's story. So like a Trump household, a football household that's a Trump household. Which loves turkey hunting. That loves turkey hunting. And puking. And I would love to hear their 19-year-old daughter's opinion. And I guess dad loves it, said must read. I want I want the spark notes for that. Yeah. I so, don't feel like I need to read the whole story. I think I know the whole story. I feel like we like, just told the whole story. Mm-hmm. So this Jim Kelly doll here, like I said, it goes for a grand. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it because that one that's on eBay.com, the website, it's listed for a grand. It's not sold. So I think I might throw it up there for half that Ooh. and see if I could get anything. But yeah, if if football fans out there, I know there's none that probably listen to the show, probably a handful. <laughs> yeah, but, no sports team. Yeah, right. Um, the, the NFL studs, which are the new dolls out there, they're like 30 bucks a pop and they're fucking insane looking. Yeah. And I want to buy them, but I don't buy anything for 30 bucks. No, so. no. It's, I don't even buy pants for more than like 20. I haven't bought pants in... A troubling amount of time. Oh dear. A troubling amount of time. Oh, well, my old pair of pants just kind of fell apart. So then I like I have these black pair of pants, and then I have like two work pair of pants. But since I don't like do normal work anymore, I like got rid of one of those. I think I might still have another work pair of pants. I could dress it up. I could dress yeah. myself up somewhat. Look like a hipster, like you belong in Lawrenceville. Well, that's what they say, right? So next up, actually, this is a cumulative. Uh, thrip, this is I got all these at the Goodwill outlet as well, and I put them together. I actually obtained this first one pre- pretty much a, a month ago, but these two other jackets that I'm about to get into, I got them in the past week. So this is like sort of a, a new thing that I'm trying to explore. I've always been a crew neck boy. I'm trying to like break into windbreakers, but it's the fall, yeah, and it's not it's not it's not jacket season. No. It's not windbreaker season. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to tough through it. I'm going to wear all three of these windbreakers during this fall season. I thought you were going to say all at once and that would be a sight. I might wear them all at once too. That won't be too bad. But we're going to take a look at three jackets here that um, all are pretty, pretty. Uh, well I wouldn't say pretty expensive, but pretty rare. Doing uh, a lot of research on the whole haul today, like even the Jim Kelly doll and the jackets, these are pretty much one-of-a-kind pieces, which are pretty Ooh. cool. But the jackets, obviously, they're jackets, so it's a different than – it's a, It's not like a wear. It's more of a, a shirt, so it's a little bit different. But the first one I'm going to be looking after is um, the, the one that I've been wearing pretty much every day for the last uh, like two weeks – 
It was made by Daze, D-A-Z-E, two, two, the, the number, to come. It's from the it's uh, from the 90s, Ooh. early 2000s. It's orange, black, and purple, and it is a, a pretty badass windbreaker. And for all the windbreakers that are going to be on the show today, I'm going to do a sound test. Oh, I was hoping you would. Yeah, windbreaker so- sounds remind me of my grandpa. Well, I hope this reminds me of your. It reminds you of your grandpa. So we'll have a moment of silence for your grandpa as I touch this jacket. This is like some weird ASMR nonsense. Just remember hanging out like in his yard and stuff growing up. I mean, he's still alive. Yeah, but I'm saying, do you remember growing up? <laughs> he still wears windbreakers. My 75-year-old maybe veteran of a grandfather still wears windbreakers and watches RuPaul's Drag Race. Do you think of Drag Race when you hear this sound? No, I just think of Grandpa getting in the car. Grandpa getting in the car. Well, check it out. I mean, I've been wearing it nonstop pretty much. It's comfortable. Um, well, the, I hope so. You're the, wearing it nonstop. Yeah, I, I actually slept in it uh, by accident one night. Ooh. That was chip night. Chip night, I was eating. Uh, this is a frequent thing that I do. Is I'll eat a bag of chips. I could eat a bag of chips for a meal. My meals are weird. I'll eat gummy worms for breakfast, chips for dinner, and sometimes I'll pass out in my chips. And so I oh. roll around, I wake up, and I've got a bag of chips under me. Oh, like known comedian Ryan Thompson, where he just like eats pizza and then known the one comedian day, Ryan like, Thompson also. This isn't pizza. This isn't night. pizza. Yeah, his, uh, often guest of the show Ryan Thompson. Shout out. But I did chip night this week. I did chip night, and this chip night was in that jacket. So I woke up rolling around in my own chips, and then I had to dust off the chips off that jacket. So if it survives chip night, Layla, I'm pretty sure it could survive any night. In it this, honestly could. In this apartment. So we're going to go to jacket number two. Now, jacket number two is kind of interesting because it literally has its original tag on the sleeve still. So this was presumably never worn because are you going to wear it with a tag? Maybe, but for this long. But we're actually going to look at a Nike windbreaker. It's from the 90s. It's technically a woman's... Uh, windbreaker but that matters not gender matters not it is it, it's it ranges from about like 30 to 50 bucks oh wow so it's uh yeah i don't did i say the price for the other one that no, one goes for, that one goes for like 30 to 40 okay this windbreaker here goes from like 30 to 50 it's white black dark blue and aqua still with the tags on the sleeves but it is a nike windbreaker and I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it because it's obviously gorgeous and fun. Yeah. What's the original price on the tag, though? That was what I was about to bring up. So it has a tag on the sleeve right here, as you see, but it doesn't have more. It doesn't have an official price on it. Uh. Now, written here in pen... It has seventy ninety five. It says seventy four ninety five. Seventy four ninety five. Oh yeah, it does say seventy four. You're right. So it says seventy four ninety five written in pen on the tag. So you're gonna pay seventy five dollar reduce for this windbreaker. But let's talk. Let's think about Pap again as we uh, touch this windbreaker. This is the second windbreaker of the day. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually put the microphone in the sleeve. Oh, we're getting intense. Ooh. Just thinking of you, Pap. All day, Pap. Miss you, Grandpa. Miss you, Grandpa. Miss Miss RuPaul Drag Race. Um, so that is windbreaker number two, and I still don't know what uh, if I'm going to use it. I don't know, cause I feel like if I rip the tag off of it, I'll feel disappointed. But it's definitely yeah. like fucking sexy, right? It's, it's like something you would get someone for Christmas or their birthday, and it's like we left the tag on because we wouldn't know if you would like it or not. And the person was like. Eh. We'll just stick it in the closet. Don't want to hurt the feelings. Yeah. No. Those Christmas presents always suck because those relatives are always just like, yeah, you know, take it back if you want. And for one, I don't, I'm not going to take it back. But for two, I don't want it. Yeah. I'm not going to do either of those. Um, so the third windbreaker of the day is actually the meat and potatoes of this windbreaker Ooh. haul. This was actually found over a month ago. Um, I was trying to piece it in into the Halloween episodes, but never found the proper time to it. But since I found those two jackets, I was like, I'll bust it out. Yeah. It's not spooky enough. Yes. But this is 
and I don't know this for sure, but it's assumed, and this one's actually going to be in the cover art too, so uh, all the folks at home could see it. But this is a jacket um, from it's from 1984 to 1991. Holy I'm not shit. sure it's somewhere in there, but it is a TriStar Pictures blue windbreaker. And the reason why I know that it's mid to late 80s to early 90s is TriStar Pictures only used this logo for six years. Oh, or wow. seven years, sorry. So this had to be in that time span of the seven years. But um, all the information that I could find that people think that it's actually like a crew jacket. Ooh. So that they worked on a movie and they, they handed these jackets out and then, you know, yeah. over time. Yeah. But it has, uh, you know, the, the white Pegasus on the front, the yellow TriStar Triangle and TriStar Pictures. And again, just like the Jim Kelly doll, this was hard to find any particular information on just because it there's not really any of these on eBay.com, the website, no secondhand stores. So the only thing that I could think to do was is to look up TriStar Pictures jackets in general. Mm-hmm. And those are much like later down the canon of TriStar Pictures. Yeah. Those jackets go for like a hundred bucks. Oof. So this could, this could not. I don't know. Um, it's a mystery. It's a mystery, but I'm I'm gonna price it somewhere around there because it's even older than those jackets, and those jackets are going for a hundred a pop. Right. So this is probably gonna be a little more pricey because it's it's rare, essentially. Essentially, right. Um, so I looked at the movies that happened during 1984 to 1991, and now obviously there was a bunch. But the big names that I could pick out of Muppets, The Muppets Takes Manhattan, Aww. TriStar Pictures. Love that movie. Eight Million Ways to Die, Night of the Creeps, Ooh. Rambo 2 and 3. Oh, that was a good year for Rambo, wasn't it? It was a sick-ass year for Rambo. The Labyrinth. I love The Labyrinth. Now, what if this jacket was worn by a crew member doing the labyrinth? What if this jacket touched David Bowie? What if David Bowie touched this jacket? We'll never know. Rest in peace, you sweet fucking angel. My heart. Um, But yeah, Steel Magnolia, Monster Squad, Look Who's Talking, where the baby just decided to be, uh, just fucking talk all day. Oh, that was a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, Look Who's Talking? was about a baby who just started to talk like an adult. What the fuck? And then the white parents were freaked out by it. Yeah, it's a of whole thing. Of course they white. That's the 80s. That's a whole thing. Yeah. But oh, I didn't do the I didn't do the uh the grandpa rub, huh? Well, grandpa is disappointed in you. Yeah. Grandpa's not disappointed in anybody. This is for you, pap. This is for you, pap. <laughs> this is a TriStar picture jacket for you. You pap. Like a weird scratch and sniff of the microphone. Yeah, I'm actually gonna do the back of it where the the the, the horse is. So that's good. So that probably blew out everyone's ears. Probably it looks like you were just like painting on the sound. Yeah, pretty much. I'm looking at the levels for the episode. Yeah, it blew out everyone's ears. So, so sorry about that. I'll fix that in post. Maybe if I'm nice. I, I think I should implement that to the show for Thrifty Podcast. Rub the mic on the stuff. Yeah. If it's got like a funky texture. Go for it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, those were the pieces that we accumulated this week. Rare finds. One of the most expensive things we've had on the show with the Jim Kelly doll. And who would have ever thought about that? Um, we have a thrift tale. And then we also have another segment, eBay alert, that we do weekly. What do you think we should do first before we go to commercial? Up to you. It doesn't matter. Uh. Do you want to hear a story? Do you want to hear what's on the web, the, the fucking internet website? I feel like eBay, eBay.com, the website, will be better first because I always liked hearing the thrift tales after. After. The okay. So we'll do the, we'll uh, jump right into what I like to call eBay alert ebay alert now for new fans of the show ebay alert is i uh look at ebay.com the website see what's trending see what people are buying and then report on what i find so this week some uninteresting ones we're not going to talk about them but i will note them Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. Yeah. People are going nuts on eBay for that. Oh, of course. It's a huge game. And then, ugh. And then 
there's also something that I guess NASA, you know, the space people, they got together with Vans, the skateboard Ooh. people. And there's also a uh, NASA Vans that are really big. Ooh. That's a whole line of shoes is like space related Vans. I and it basically just life. have NASA logo and on the shoe. It's just the NASA logo on the shoe, then that's lame. I'm on Pluto. Yeah, there's no Pluto. There's no none of that. So that's why I just, it's merely a bullet point. Yeah, it's lame. But something, for whatever reason, and maybe since the bad holiday of Thanksgiving is coming up, yeah. I don't know, but vintage food is big right now on eBay.com, the website. Like, just the food from, like, the 1950s that somebody saved, or? Sort of. Like, the boxes, the cans, all of that stuff. It's trending upward right now. And is it because of Thanksgiving? I don't know. But I do have examples of what we have on that website right now. Oh, no. So, from 1960, we bring you a vintage TV dinner box, and it is a beef banquet pie. TV dinner not included? TV dinner not included. Damn. And I'll say this. I'll, I'll I'll show no remorse for the damage that I do to an everyday pot pie. I will destroy a pot pie in seconds. Pot pies are like my favorite food. They're so good. Dude, I could have a whole thing on this beef pot pie, shepherd's pie, chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie is probably the best. I bought, you know, those like cheap ass banquet pot pies that are like <laughs> those a buck. Those are the best. I have never, except for like the other day, and that's why I'm bringing it up, I've never actually cooked those in an oven before. Huh. I just always threw them in the microwave. Me too. Be- and it just ends up like slop, and you mix it together, and you just eat like slop, basically. Yeah. In the oven, dude. They're so good in the oven. I feel like the best way to do that is you take the crust with like your fork and just break it into the center. You're And then just it. savagely just mix everything together because you just have no shame. No and then shame. you're just, just eating it, and hopefully you don't burn the roof of your mouth. Brother, I will tell you, if you cook a pot pie in the oven, it takes goddamn a day and a half to do. It's worth it. I did two bing bongs at once. Ooh. I was on cloud, cloud nine. nine. Cloud nine about that. But you could get a 1960 vintage TV dinner box for twenty four ninety nine on eBay. The hell mm-hmm. people buy the weirdest goddamn things people buy the weirdest goddamn things next up on the list this is actually uh, a decade earlier this oh. is a 1950s antique heinz 57 peaches baby food jar Ooh. Mm-hmm. i am not a parent i have no really interest in a parent Something I don't understand, and maybe you could help explain it to me. Why is it so hard to make baby food? Like, why? To me, I thought it was baby food was regular food. Just smash the fuck up. Well, they have, like, certain dietary needs, and you don't know what your child can and can't have. Like, I was dating somebody who was lactose intolerant. Like, it would kill him. It would literally kill him if he had any kind of dairy. You were dating a baby? No, no, no. Oh, sweet oh, Jesus. Oh, this person no. Was no, a, had a baby. No, when he was a baby, they oh, found this out. I was like, out. what the fuck? Okay, so when he was a baby, if his parents smashed up regular food, it would probably kill him. Pretty much. Like, if it had any dairy in it, it was just like, oh, now, now Will's dead. Damn. See? I knew you'd know, and I wouldn't. So that's why you have to buy a specific one. But I, I also just have, like, a fresh niece at home. With like Freshly my, cooked niece. Yeah, just came out of the oven right in Mizzou. Aw. So she got popped out on, on election day. On election day? Yep. Well, congratulations. A lot of family knowledge. We know about your pap. Yeah. We know your freshly cooked niece is into the world. A lot of stuff I don't know about you. See, this is why yeah. I have different guests on. I have a cousin. I have two cousins. Three kids between the two of them. And it's been my journey as a young adult to figure out these kids and i gotta say two of the three like me Ooh, and that's fine especially like the oldest one pretty much into me i take that like two out of three yeah. ain't bad that's probably like how parents if you're one of six oh yeah. if four of the six liked your parents you think your parents would be like that's fine well it 
My parents had like a really strange thing because mom was married twice. Mm-hmm. First marriage, no kids. Second marriage, popped out four. All kids. Sick. Oh. Popped out four. Cheated mm-hmm. on him with my dad. Her and my dad popped out my brother and I. Mm. And that was it for mom. And yeah. now everybody's having kids. So your family's having kids, so there's more kids. Yeah. There's a lot of kids. Hmm. It's a lot of family. What do you think is the best era of kids? No kids, four kids, or the two kids? Like, no. if you had to pick. No kids. No kids? No kids. I can't stand children. So you're shaming yourself, even? Yeah. Part I was of the a, two? I was an asshole growing up. Like, I was weird, because, like, growing up, never really had any friends, because I was just that fucking weird. My siblings didn't like me, so, like, I don't have social skills. Mm-hmm. Well, now I do, but it was just, growing up, it's like, oh, there's that weird chick again. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Three or four, my dad told me. I, we live right next to a wood, so black snakes and all those happy woodland creatures all the time came out running double fist and black snakes. I'm like, look what I found. So the snakes were your friends? Pretty much. Like, anything I found in the woods was my friend. Our dogs were our friends. The cats. Mm-hmm. A hawk tried to pick up our dog one day, and, like, we didn't have small dogs, so it's like, oh, this is... This is life. So you saw a hawk actually pick up, try to pick up the dog. Mm-hmm. That's something I haven't seen before. That was probably like fucking nuts. It was. I'm like, Lacey, no, because she was so cute. Made she, it, right? Didn't yeah. get her, right? No, she was fine. She was like a husky mixed with like German Shepherd. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. So it's too was, big, but the yeah. hawk was like, no, 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 no. It's like, I got you. I'm going to get you. And it's like, oh, no, fuck this. It's good that it didn't. But yeah. this baby food jar from the 50s. You could get for about eight bucks plus about three bucks shipping. So you could have an empty baby jar. Yeah, but I have nieces and nephews that are babies that eat that kind of stuff. But are so. they were they born in the 50s? No. You have to keep their jars. Keep their jars for 50 years. Keep those jars. Keep those jars, guys. If you got children, keep, keep those, those jars. jars for 50 years. Stick their baby teeth in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next up, a little later in time, this is from the, this is a, uh, like what you call a, uh, a lot, selling is a lot on eBay. This is from 1970s, 1980s. This is Pringles potato chip cans. Um, sour cream and onion. Ooh. Because I know flavor. that's the first question, what kind? Sour cream and onion. The other one, Idaho ripped. That's what they're called. And then two just fucking regular. So when did Idaho get Shredded. Shredded. Um, and I, I, I don't really understand Pringles. I'll be the first one to say I don't respect, uh, respect, respect Pringles. I don't re- respect Pringles. I will go on record and say I do not respect Pringles. And I need someone to explain to me why I don't take Pringles as serious as other chips. I know it's because of the damn container. I don't, I don't find Pringles to be a chip. There's just like, it's too neat. Technically, they're not a chip. Because a chip is like sliced potato. Mm-hmm. They're like mashed potato, like dehydrated, formed into that iconic little shape. Really? Yeah, it's your fun food fact for the day. Fun food fa- How did you know about that Pringle stuff? I know a lot of weird shit. Do you know any other uh, other food that people believe that's traditional? Like, example, Pringles mashed up and then formed into that the chip. Yeah. Is there any other food that's been doing that secretly, you think? Not that I know of. But do you think head. so, though? There's probably something along those lines. But Pringles are like the that number iconic. one proprietor of it. Yeah. Well, you can get this lot of Pringles potato chip cans for it's a uh, it's one of those you have to bid on. Ooh. The current bid's nine ninety nine. Shipping eight seventy five. So it's expensive. Ooh. It's expensive. Who's paying that much for shipping? I don't know. Somebody that likes chips, I guess. Now are these like tin or are they cardboard? Uh, they're, two of them are cardboard, two of them are tin. Ooh, I'd rather go for the tin ones than the cardboard They're all together. Ones. Because I guess mm. if you have four rando Pringles containers, like, you're going to put them together. You're not going to sell those individually. Well, you could. You could, but I guess not in this case. Apparently not. Mm-mm. I feel like you would have made more money selling them individually instead of the whole bid. Mm-hmm. The next one you might think is cool, though. Maybe. Maybe. Not too hot on the first three. This is actually from 1978. This was on eBay.com, the website. Right. Hostess Ho-Ho Snack Cake Box. You almost threw up on that one. I hate Ho-Hos with a burning passion. Do you know the history of Ho-Hos? No, I just know they're disgusting. Do you think if I told you the history of Ho-Hos, you would like Ho-Hos more or less? Because I'm going to do it anyway. 
probably about the same that I feel about them now because the of the history I have with them. So, back then, Hostess had characters. Ooh. And they each had their own commercials, and that's what I'll put in for the commercials this week. But Ho-Ho, there was something called the Happy Ho-Ho, <laughs> and it was a character, and it was like pretty much a dunce, but he was uh, depicted as mostly like an archer. So he had a bow and arrow, and he was like a stupid, Aww. a stupid fruitcake with a bow and arrow. Now um, I take a little more offense to this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been called a stupid fruitcake with a bow and arrow before, so I could say this about the ho ho. But yeah, he was just like a dopey, dopey ho ho that would just shoot arrows. In that as well, in that there was Twinkie the Kid. Ah, uh, Twinkie the Kid, who was a cowboy. Everyone knows Twinkie the Kid. He's still around. He's still around. But back then, he was like the face of like, that's who the the audience was supposed to love. Well, yeah, because you're not going to love the guy that's like, oh, look, sharp and pointy. Oh, I could kill somebody. Mm -hmm. No, it's Twinkie the Kid. is like, pew, pew, westerns. Charisma. Yeah, charisma, too. Childlike wonder. Mm -hmm. There was one called Captain Cupcake. Oh, sweet Jesus. He's uh, He looked like a general, like an army general. <laughs> so he was the conservative one uh, for sure. But they, his name was Captain Cupcake. Fruit Pie the Magician. I'm which sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so there was Fruit Pie the Magician, which is exactly if you close your eyes and think of what Fruit Pie the Magician looks like. Yeah. Now, was he the square one or was he like pierogi shaped? Mm -hmm. The square one. Yeah. And then he has a magician, and he would do magic tricks. Ooh. He was a fruit pie. So these four lovable characters were hostess in the late 70s. And I guess you said uh, Twinkie the Kid is still around? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, you, I still see Twinkie like on advertisements sometimes. So he was like... always the golden boy of Twinkies. Eh. So that would actually wrap up my thrift haul. And we have something nuts coming up. But So that's Jim Kelly. Uh, plus, Jim Kelly got some windbreakers, a lot of cool stuff. And Layla, um, uh, we're going to try this out because this is something I've wanted this to do. This is a bad idea. It, it could be a bad idea, but it also could not. I'll do it to myself if you prefer it. I mean, I'll I'll do it really quickly. I'm not going to hold it to your flesh. Okay. Like, yeah, not, not your flesh. Like I'll, I'll do it to your leg. Okay, way. yeah, it's do like... it to my leg. And, I, and, I'll, uh, and what you have here as a part of the thrift haul this week is a second-hand taser yep Oof. i got it from a bouncer that works at a bar on the south side that was hitting on me at a party my co-worker brought me to so he gave you a taser yeah because you know i'm tiny white and female in pittsburgh i've been harassed before so this was better than me trying to get you know a concealed carry permit sure and it's a thousand volts hundred thousand hundred thousand volts yep it's a muscle man and it is beat up and this was his favorite taser Oh my gosh. So if I tase myself with this, I'm definitely going to have a reaction. Uh, that's what I was Here, saying let me before. Tase. I don't, I don't, I'll, t I'll, I'll take. Do we want to sound it first so they know what we're getting into here? Yeah. Yeah. Put it to the thing. Oh, that's terrible. That'll Here, I'll take, I'll take drums. the burden off of you because if I hurt myself, I don't want you be. I don't one. want you to like hold it to you. Ah, okay. I'm getting scared, but I do want to do it. Warning, extreme danger. Keep out of reach of children. Only use as directed. So use as directed is just like a poker? Pretty, I don't know. I don't have the instruction booklet for this. The fucking battery is held in with tape, man. Yeah, so this is a secondhand find that Leia, Layla brings to the house. And I'm going to do it. I'm just going to Are you sure? I'm going to do it. Done. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to do it. Do you want me it. to do it? No, I don't want you to do it because if I get hurt, I don't want you to be responsible. I will do it. That's why I'm saying we should have a third party here. No, no, no. Muscle man, a thousand, hundred thousand volts. Oh <laughs> I barely touched myself. I saw the little arc. I'm going to do it better. Oh God. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ow! 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 You're done. You're done. Holy <laughs> cow. I'm immediately sweating. I told you Ooh. something would happen. 100,000 volts was nothing. I did myself pretty pretty good. Yeah. I dilly-dallied myself pretty damn good. You did. You were holding, you were like, ah, ah. 
Yeah. A lot. Uh, okay, so I'm going to need to take a commercial break. <laughs> that was intense. When we come back, we have a thrift tale. Um, and this thrift tale actually just throws us on the other side of Pennsylvania and involves a really cool-ass necklace. Layla and I will be back after the break, after I recover. <laughs> Thanks. your education, he said, because the chance of you ever thrown again are slim. Last play of the game, and he's going to run, and he dies for the touchdown! We as a team really began to believe we could win it all, and he was the catalyst. And so another season, and another Super Bowl opportunity, and another Super Bowl loss. I even looked up one time and said, Lord, I know I've done screwed up a few times in my life, but really? Welcome, 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 welcome back to the show. That's been the best, like, um, second act start I think I've had. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I feel welcome. I'm just feeling all the W's. Thank you, Layla. Uh, so, Layla, this is a, y- your first time on uh, the, the podcast, Thrifty Podcast itself. Mm-hmm. As a guest, how do you think it's going? I'm having a lot of fun with this. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of how I pictured it while sitting in my little cube listening to this and crying from laughing. Oh, I was going to say crying. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, I cry for different reasons, but crying from laughter from this show. Yeah. I Cubicle crying is something that I've. I, I actually took in school. It was a class. For new fans of the show, we're going to hop into a segment. And this segment, uh, I take a look at some thrifting stories from all over the world. Sometimes they're locally. Sometimes they're forever away. But it's usually about uh, people find different items in thrift stores that uh, end up being a lot of, uh, they're worth a lot of money. Some spooky stories. Any type of tale. So that's why I like to call this segment Thrift Tales. Thrift, thrift, thrift. Thrift, thrift, thrift tales. So this thrift tale, Layla, this comes from the state of our Lord, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, PA. Oh, wow. So it's on the other side because this show tapes in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Have you ever been to Philadelphia before? No, but I've been close. It's not bad. It's not as bad as people say. I, I, I like it. I like to call this one Norma's Necklace. I think I'm going to start naming the thrift tales. <laughs> oh, please. This one's called Norma's Necklace. Um, so uh, this story as it goes, Norma, uh, her name is Norma, Norma Iffel. Iffel. Norma Iffel was pursuing a Bloomberg Philadelphia flea market when she stumbled across a sleek-ass silver necklace laying on the table. Ooh, what kind of silver necklace are we talking about here, though? It, um, it'll be in the cover art, too. I will use it for that somewhere in there. But uh, this silver necklace, it looked like it had, uh, it looked to be tribal. Ooh. Because it was like a sleek silver, and it actually looks like sort of like a bunch of sixes almost. Oh. Like curly cues, like yeah. bend, bended up weird stuff, kind of. You know what you should do? Put it on Kelly. Yes. Okay, that's what I'll do. I'll get that necklace, put it on Jim Kelly, throw it on the cover art. It's going to look beautiful. If you guys don't know, Thrifty Podcast on Facebook, give us a like. That's where you see some art that we do. Other than that, if you just subscribe on iTunes, you just see the same cover art every week. But I do do unique cover art, I promise. 
Um, so anyway, so she found this sleek ass silver necklace. It, it appeared to be tribal. It was mm-hmm. at a flea market in Bloomberg, and she dug it. So she actually purchased it for fifteen whole dollars, Ooh. which I don't recommend to me. Too expensive for something. Yeah, but. If you're digging a silver necklace, silver is expensive. So that's is about as cheap as you're going to find, you know, actual silver. Unless you go and steal it. And, uh, yeah, she didn't steal it that day, at least. So Good on you. She, she said she wore it, like, four or five times. And every time she wore it, she would get compliments. People, like, really dug it. They're well, like, yeah, you're going to look fly as hell rocking this tribal-looking silver necklace. Like, yeah, I'm hot shit. Look at Normally this. is hot shit with that silver necklace. Yeah. Got a lot of compliments. So, um, so uh, as you could assume, um, she, you know, took a liking to it. Mm-hmm. Three years had passed between when she originally purchased it and when Ooh. she found out some new information because she decided to wear it to a jewelry exhibition in the Philly Art Museum. Ooh. So she's like, I'll bust out my thrift piece. Yeah. For this little, uh, you know, gala showing. Viewing the work of one Alexander Calder, she noticed similarities between Alexander Calder's work and the necklace. So uh-huh. she went to the exhibit and was like, Yo, motherfucker looking like making shit that I wear <laughs> type of thing. So she then brought it up to the, the curator of the mm-hmm. exhibition. And Norma took the necklace to the Calder Foundation in New York. Oh, wow. Which was recommended by the um, curator. The curator because the curator was like, yeah, that kind of like kind of looks similar to that. Yeah. And so they were like, go to this, go to New York, take it to New York. So she did. And it was confirmed to be an Alexander Calder original. Oh, snap. And she got it for $15. I think it's probably like grands upon grands. Yes. And that's what we're going to get into next. But that is kind of cool. Like, because you think, okay, say she didn't. And I mean, maybe in her own mind's eye, she goes to the exhibit and she's like, yeah, I have a necklace at home that looks like that. Yeah. But imagine like wearing a piece like that to the actual function and then going like, oh, shit. People thought she was probably like Norma's probably like hot shit. Like, oh, that's a, a Calder original. Yeah. Wearing those. So she took it to New York. It was found to be uh, an original piece. Mm hmm. And uh, it's that Alexander Calder, which she learned more about once she went to the museum, and he was known for his kinetic artworks. So he actually designed over a thousand pieces of jewelry. Oh, wow. Unique to itself. And Norma learned that the very necklace that she had purchased that she was wearing Mm -hmm. was actually originally on display in New York's Museum of Modern Art in 1943. Holy shit. Yeah. So she made out like a bandit. Oh, yeah. So how from 1943 this was a, I mean, not that it's not a piece of art now, but I'm saying it was looked at as a piece of art in 1943. But from 1943 to like the 2000s. It just got put in a thrift store like, yeah, it's jewelry. Who knows? But it ended up at a flea mart and she bought it. So she took this necklace to auction knowing that it was uh, an original, right. one of a kind, you know, a very pronounced artist, you know, very, uh, n- not local artist. I mean, a world famous artist. She put it, uh, she took it to auction and it sold for $267,750. Oh my God. So not just sneaker money, Layla. She could pretty much retire and all her family could retire as well. Not a bad thrift tale. No, no. It's a lot less um, intimidating than Spooktober's final thrift tale. Well, yeah, there was a lot going on in October for folks who haven't listened to the October one. We had some aliens taking over some people's bodies. That was spooky. We had a lot going on, but this one's just a sweet story about Norma from Bloomberg, Philadelphia, coming across a piece of jewelry for $15 and up being over 250000 on auction. Making out like a goddamn bandit. And it even sat, if, because, as most know, um, you know, I collect these thrift halls for the show. My house is filled pretty much 70% of everything in my house to 80% at this point is secondhand, right? Yeah. 
I lose things from time to time. So not only did she purchase it, but she had it for three years in her possession like a necklace. She could have lost it herself, didn't, and wore it right to the function. She's probably one of those really organized people that had like, this thing's for the necklaces, this thing's for the earrings. She probably knew Mm -hmm. where everything was. Mm -hmm. And she had a very supportive friend group. Yeah. Because they're like, wear it. Wear it. You look stunning. She probably did. But um, in the future here, I'm hoping to to have some thrift tales and find. And what I've started to do is I've started to try to find these people in real life. Oh, that'd be cool. That I'm finding stories on. Yeah. I hit up a couple of different folks from uh, the Spooktober episodes. Like the one guy with the beanie booze. The one guy with the beanie booze. Uh, recommend that one. I actually spoke, had a conversation. Ooh. So I'm hoping in the near future we have a lot coming up in that and that uh you know maybe even emailing in or something like that but again thrifty podcast on facebook throw us a like at thrifty podcast on twitter josh runs that most of the time but i sneak in there to post some pretty cool stuff when i say pretty cool i mean obviously pretty bad so layla how can people find you on the internet.com oh well, I'm on Facebook with my graphic design handle, Opalite Design. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people say Opalite. I said Opalite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's just a lot of people were like, is this Opalite? So, um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap everything up. So we have Windbreakers. We have a rare Jim Kelly plush who, uh, I guess, by design is going to wear the necklace in the cover art this week. As fly as Norma. I have to say, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for inviting me. I hope that uh, you'd be on future episodes. Maybe we have, um, you know, set up more mics and have maybe three, four people on at once. Could yeah. be fun. Oh, before I forget, uh, we're doing a Christmas episode, Ooh. which is going to be raw dog fun because we're going to do a gift exchange, a thrift Aww. gift exchange, and there is a slight rumor that that's going to be a live stream episode. So oh, that's going to be nice. I'll invite you to that. And for everybody else, get roached.